I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to Hiya, I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. Ooh, it is a true treat and a treasure. Well, each week I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So nice to be here. So happy to see you. So happy to see you. We are too blessed to be stressed and too anointed to be disappointed. What's going on in Climax, my friend? Well, we had a great weekend with my kids this weekend uh, after our services at Climax, we went and volunteered. We uh, we worked handing out Bibles and forks at a local soup kitchen, so that was super fun. Awesome. But what I wanted to say to you, Hallie, is Happy Oggy Dunstay. Oh, thank you. Um, what what's that? Happy Oggy Dunstay, Hallie. Happy Oggy Dunstay. Happy Oggy Dunstay. Do you know what that is? I don't. Oh, okay. So in Australia, we don't do April Fools. We do Oggy Dunstay, awesome. which is every August twenty third. Okay. And where you get to play sort of like fun jokes on each other, pranks and things like that, and then you say Happy Oggy Dunstay. Happy Oggy Dunstay. So Hallie, I was thinking, well, this would be fun. I was driving home, and I was thinking it would be really fun to prank my friend. I'm not sure if I mentioned him before on the podcast, but his name's Clay Mason Bannerman, uh-huh. and I thought, okay, I've got an idea. I'm going to go over to his house. I'm going to knock on the door. I'm going to take all my clothes off and leave them in a little pile on his doorstep. And when he opens the door, he's going to think, 
oh my gosh, the rapture happened and I got left behind. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought that would be really clever. So that's exactly what I did, Hallie, and uh, took took my clothes off, left them in a little pile, and uh, and I rang the doorbell. So what did you have on? Oh, uh, I was wearing a motion capture suit. Wow. Why were you wearing that? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Anyway, I, so I rang the doorbell and uh, I hid behind some bu- bushes and Clay came to the door and Hallie actually, and well, you know, he, he just fell down and he just started crying. Oh, no. And I sort of jumped out and I said, happy Elgi dance day. And he just said, I don't know what you're doing. And I said, Clay, what is going on? Oh, no. Hallie, it turns out that uh, I think maybe I mentioned this a few weeks back. You know, Clay was dating Juliana Zobrist. Yes, the performing artist. She's beautiful. Right. Yeah, she, um, she. I guess they're not dating anymore, basically. Oh, they broke up. Well, they didn't exactly break up. I guess it turned out that there was some confusion, and he thought he was dating Juliana Zobrist, but it turns out he was dating a woman named Juliana Nequist. Oh. And they just looked really similar on oh. Instagram oh. and kind of had the same look. Oh. Wore, like, really cool shoes and were always, you know, reading books and stuff. And so he thought he was dating Juliana Zobrist. Turns out he was dating Juliana Nequist. And once they sorted that out, I'm not exactly sure how that happened. Maybe he looked at a passport or something. Uh, he freaked out. They broke up. Aww. And he's just in a really bad place right now, Hallie. Aww. So I just would ask for your prayers. Uh, you know, Julian Azerberis, I guess, is not dating Clay anymore, which I just told him, hey, this is probably a really good thing. Now we've got more time to really just bro down, hang out, yep. have fun, mm-hmm. and do the things that, that, that we're into. Yeah, for sure. But, but didn't you meet her? I thought you met her. Yeah, you know, I did, and I didn't even catch it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. You could have said you met Juliana's Obrist. Well, are you still dating Minga? Uh, hmm? Minga, the girl you were dating online from Ohio? Oh, right. Well, um, we're off and on. How was your weekend? Oh, I had kind of a cool God thing happen to me in the grocery store. Awesome. I'd love to hear about it. So I'm standing there in the pet food aisle, and I got a mask on, her rump, and, um, uh, you know, as you know, I have three dogs. You've met all of them. They're my everything. I got Frenchies and I got Corkies. And, you know, the oldest one, you know, is my favorite, Pajamas. Right. It's yeah. like what, 18 years old. Yeah, now. my oldest one, 18, is named Pajamas. And then the two younger ones, they're pancake and sausage. Anyway, I'm standing there in the aisle and I'm looking for some soft food because um, the two younger ones, they require that I mix soft food with their heart. It's boring. But anyway, I'm standing there and I hear the verse, be still and know that I am God. Oh, cool. So there I am in the pet food aisle, and I'm being still, and I'm listening for my Heavenly Father's words. And I open my eyes, and what am I looking at but a can of soft dog food with the word I am's on it. I am's. I don't know exactly how the company wants you to say it. Right. Ames. 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 Well, Ian is spelled I-A-N, so you'd think it'd be maybe E-M. Ames. But be still and know that I am's dog. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that is awesome, Hallie. And I'm staring at it, and I'm like, I am. That's a God thing. It's a God thing. And it just took me straight to Exodus 3, where Moses is talking to God in the burning bush. And he says, well, what do I tell the Israelites your name is? And God just says, he goes, he goes, he goes, he says, I am. I am. I am. 
And I just thought that was so cool. It was a God thing. Totally. So I went home and I look up Exodus chapter 3, where Moses was talking to Yahweh. And um, they're standing at the burning bush. And Moses says, well, hey, who do I tell the Israelites? Who do I tell them who sent me? Right. And God said, you just tell them I am. That is awesome. And it turns out they got their whole story straight, and then the Israelites never even asked. At least they have it in the back pocket. True. So I have been learning Koine, as you know, but that's only New Testament. Right. And so um, this is all in Hebrew because it's OT. So I just got online, and I went and looked it up, and I was like, what is this I am business? Because I got the I am's message in the pet food aisle from God when I was still. And so I looked up the whole I am thing, and it turns out that in the Hebrew, um, you know, he's called Yahweh. Uh, he says to Moses, he says, I yay asser I yay, meaning I am who I am. So I guess in Hebrew, I yay is the first person form of haya or whatever to be. But there are these peculiarities in Hebrew grammar. So I am could mean I am, I was, and it could mean I will be, or maybe you know. So that could mean it means I am, I was, and I will be. Isn't that so cool? That is really cool. So any hoodles, the meaning of the longer phrase I yay asser I yay is evidently debatable, but it could maybe be seen as a promise, like I will be with you. Which would be cool for me to hear in the pet food aisle. Totally. But it could also be a statement like, I am without equal. And I just thought that was a super strong message from Yahweh. Oh, do you have allergies? It's just such a God thing that I got a message from him right there in the grocery store. Amazing. So did you switch the food? To I am's? Yeah. I know. It was too expensive. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Jesus is preparing mansions in heaven. Our guest today leads a small group for miniature enthusiasts called Mini Mansions in Heaven. Please welcome Janice Farley, everybody. Hi. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm such a fan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Janice, it, uh, well, it, it, you were just a ray of sunshine when you came in here today. And I've got to ask you, what are these little things that you've got set up in front of you? Because they're so tiny. And at first I thought maybe they're micro machines, if, if people remember those. But I'm not really sure what I'm not really sure what the heck these things are. So tell our listeners a little bit about what you're doing. Well, they're my recording equipment. I wanted to come in and go ahead and bring in my own mini recording equipment. Um, oh, really? But it does okay. work. It is working so mini small. recording equipment. It will 100. It's the, what the spies use 
in the 70s. Um, oh. uh, and, and so normally you would have this and like you would have it in a cigarette or you would have it, you know, in a lipstick. Um, but I've been able to reappropriate them and, and create these wonderful little uh, colorful machines that I call my mini podcasting gear. And they will go right home to my dollhouse after I finish. And uh, there they'll live. That is so cool. So instead of like Mission Impossible, it's like Mini Impossible, huh? Um, I guess so, but I would call it Mini Mission Impossible. I mean, you can keep the same words in. Oh. You kind of don't have to leave any of the words out. You can just add Mini to the front. We have time. Oh, you know cool. what I mean? That's, that's true. Nothing but time. So what is it that led you to uh, like, you know, all this like Mini stuff? Um, it just kind of seems, you know, I just don't. I guess I've never really heard of anybody just, you know, kind of shrinking everything down like this. Okay. Well, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but you're not, you, when you say you're shrinking it down, that implies I have some kind of fancy devil machine that allows okay. me to shrink things down. Uh, and you don't have And that. I don't have a devil machine. It's okay. uh, it's just plain old ordinary, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, uh, the not the religious kind. Um, but, you know, it's, it's about uh, creating things in miniature that... Uh, that are very, very close, as close as possible, I would say, to approximating the, the real size. So it sounds um, a little magical, which we know is wrong uh, when you say it the way you said it. But I want to reassure people it's creating things from nothing rather than shrinking. Ooh. No shrinkage. Ooh. Now, what's this miniature here that is, it, it says it's a little machine and I'm reading and it says devil machine on the side. So now this is a miniature of a devil machine that you made. It is a miniature deviled egg machine. Oh, I wanted to bring I some. I wanted to bring some appetizers. If you go ahead and oh, just put oh. out your hand, you know what? You don't even have to put out your hand. You can just put out one finger. I'm going to put oh, a tiny yeah. deviled egg. I it's love made out of uh, fish roe because that's still Ooh. an egg, and and there's a, just a tiniest dollop of uh, some wonderful deviled egg, whipped de deviled egg materials. Oh, this yes. is delicious! Isn't what is you good? got some spice on there? What's spicy? Uh, there's a there's about a, a I would mm. say like a bug's sneeze worth of paprika. A paprika? You don't want to over season. <gasps> Once you get down into the, the the really tiny, almost microscopic seasonings, uh, it is it it gets very difficult. You know, it's a whole other gastro world that I. <laughs> Frankly, I don't know if I'm qualified to speak on because I, I'm, that is not really my specialty. But I try. I try. Wow. And you put each deviled egg into, is that just a, you turned a Lego upside down and turned it into a little egg carton? That's right. That's exactly what it is. Oh, it's just a little so Lego. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it at a so yard cool. sale. Just one tiny Lego brick. And I said, how much you want for that? $5. It was a $5. Oh, what worth it. It must be vintage. Now, did you grow up with dolls' houses or miniatures? Like, what got you into, what, what brought this passion about for miniatures? Well, I wish I could say that I had grown up with dolls' houses because that's, I think, probably why I became so obsessed later on. I was not allowed to have anything small. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Everything I had had to be life-size or larger. Oh, really? So, was that because your parents were particularly tall? They were very tall. They were very oh, tall. And I'm they sorry. felt that any time I introduced something that was in a smaller scale, if you will, to yeah. what they were, what I was, they felt like it was an insult. I yeah. See. Well, that must be why you're so tall. I mean, when you walked in here, I thought, now this gal has more legs than a bucket of chicken. What are you, 6'3 or something? I'm 6'3 and a half. I'm 6'3 and a half. Wow. Do you play volleyball or basketball? Uh, I tried to play volleyball for many years. I tried to play volleyball. Then I found out I have a sand allergy. 
Oh, oh, that is such a shame. Yeah. Now, your hands are huge. You look like you could palm a basketball. It, does that make it hard to deal in miniatures with such big hands? It's one of the biggest challenges I faced when I realized that that's, this was something I wanted to get into. Um, I really had to learn how to be extremely nimble and dexterous with these big meat hooks. Uh, oh, but I feel okay. like I've gotten there. I feel really good about, um, you know, sort of my skill set. And, uh, you know, the people that are in the group, of course, you know them from the congregation. Uh, all seem to agree. You know, they they say they learn from me. Now, I don't want to, you know, tell tales, but uh, I guess I'm a little bit of an expert now. It's so great that you found, uh, you know, a group of people, uh, a small group, and no, I mean, that's not a joke, that you found a small <laughs> group. I mean, it's sort of, it is sort of a joke. I but, can't um, shrink them down. This isn't a real devil machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But that you found a small group of, of people who are into small stuff, it just seems a bit, you know, just uh, amazing to me that we've got such diversity in our community that you could find uh, some like-minded people who want to share the love of Jesus and Christ specifically through their miniatures. Yes, yes. It was not, we actually had to toss out a handful of people because we started to feel like the group was getting too big. So unfortunately, we had to uh, get a little bit stricter about our admission rules and our membership Mm -hmm. quotients, uh, the fee, of course, that people have to, you know, sort of pay in so that we can continue to build the mini version of the church, um, which I am not ready to talk about too much yet because it's supposed to be a big surprise for the congregation, Uh, something for the lobby. Oh, amazing. You're building a miniature of the whole campus. We are. That is so cool. That is so cool. You must use like surgeon-like precision to get all the little details on all your miniatures. So a lot of tweezing. So many tweezers. Okay. Um, Okay. Some of the tweezers are so small you need tweezers to hold the little tweezers that you're going to be able to as a series of mechanisms that allow you to oh. tweeze, which then tweezes, which then tweezes whatever it is that you're working on. A double, triple tweeze. A double, triple wow. tweeze. Exactly. So for any miniature enthusiasts out there in the Twin Hills community, uh, just so you know, Janice's small group is called Mini Mansions in Heaven, that's right. which I love the biblical title. I love it. Well, you know, that's what we're all going to have. You know, we not only are we going to be have mansions, but I feel that there are certain scriptures that when you interpret them, you will you will be able to glean that you will also have uh, beautiful mini mansions in right. that, that that are exact duplicates of, and then inside of that oh, will be a wow. tiny duplicate of that mansion, and inside oh, that wow. a tiny duplicate of that mansion. So it's a it's. It's what? like op art. It's like when you look in a mirror that's looking in a mirror. When you stand, have a mirror in front of you and back of you, and then there's just like endless mirrors and use. Yeah. I've done that once. I found that very unsettling. And for a while, I didn't have any mirrors at all after that. But I've Understand slowly that. reintroduced them. I thought it was a vampire thing. I misunderstood. And I thought that vampires liked mirrors. And then, so I, it was, I just didn't get it. Um, but I did eventually realize that I, it was okay for me to have a mirror or two, as long as they weren't facing I'm- each other. Yeah, sure. So you can do some tweezing yourself. I'm sorry, what? Is that a suggestion or a... Nope. Just, just nope. You, you know, it's... Um, okay. I just okay. noticed you've got... Uh, um, yeah, your, your, eyebrow, your eyebrow is really nice. When you're dealing in miniature so much, 
um, do you start to really have the mentality of sort of shrinking everything down in your mind when you see it? Because I'm just kind of thinking like, um, if I'm always thinking of making things small, small versions of things, uh, you know, I would worry that maybe, you know, you would start to shrink things down on the inside too. Mm. Maybe like your hopes, your dreams, your faith. Oh. Well, um, I, I, this feels semi-passive aggressive, but... Um you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with it, and I'll be passive aggressive back. Can you be passive aggressive if you're announcing that you're doing it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two, double, sure. two negatives do make a positive. Let's go right. for it. I'm not sure. Well, what I was gonna say is, and this is something that maybe the two of you should discuss offline, is you seem like again you are obsessed with this idea of shrinking, and I guess I felt like I already explained that I'm not shrinking anything. I'm creating from the bottom up the mini version of a pre-existing oh. thing so my okay. faith my faith remains bigger than life i consider my faith Ooh. to be my parents size which is considerable awesome. and awesome. and so while that faith exists i've created a tiny mini faith to go alongside it so i have more faith than maybe someone who doesn't have the obsession with miniatures that I do uh, oh, but it's okay. certainly so it doesn't lead to anything getting shrinked down or shrunk shrunken as the case may be if anything I would say uh, it's created some problems in the uh, resentment department because if I keep the resentment level I have about a certain knit I have to pick with someone um, then when I introduce the idea of the smaller knit sometimes that pushes me over the edge into physical violence Oh, I see. I see. Well, you know, um, that, that really makes me think, you know, faith it can be as tiny as the mustard seed. And I wondered if you ever thought about shrinking down a mustard seed, because that would be tough. I, can, because I that just can't, I can't allow you to keep talking about shrinking. I can't do it. That's a, you need a different guest if you are going to continue to promote that particular idea. I just, I'm not, right. I do I, you know, not sorry, shrink just, things. I just see these things and they just look like little shrunken things. So, you know, I guess I can't Have you really ever seen a shrunken head? Word. Have you ever seen a, a shrunken head does not look like a perfect life-size but but tiny version of a head. It looks like a sad old fig. And this is not that. So, if when you say you think of something as being shrunken down, I imagine that you're saying that uh, it looks shriveled. Um uh, because that's how I think of shrinking. So, if you could think of it instead of a pristine miniature copy, Okay. Again, again, okay. the pre-existing thing remains there at its size. Right. The small thing is a different thing. So you're just reducing it. No shrinking. Again, one of the really important things about miniatures is proportionality. So, ah. you, you know, people talk about, well, you have a dollhouse. Well, what scale is it? Well, you have a, a model railway. Well, what scale is it? And are people saying that? People are asking what scale it is. Yes, that's a very common question among enthusiasts. Oh, really? Yes, because oh, really? The, the, the railroad, the miniature railroad scale is significantly different from the miniature dollhouse scale. So you may have a, a one inch to one foot scale for a dollhouse, but if you go over to the miniature railroad, you will see that it is a one half inch scale, which uh -huh. makes sense when you think about it, because if you have a model railway, you probably want to have a whole town of some kind. And in, in, in our case, if you just you have one beautiful home, you don't have to worry about the scale being a little bigger because you're not trying to put yeah. a whole town together. Right. I just can't imagine anyone asking about that. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. It's so... 
it's really and good. I never I thought will. they could. Okay. Oh, it's so good. It's got that um that actor. He's so good. Danny DeVito or something. And it's so funny. Oh, it is so funny. Um, it is so funny. And I love when they 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 shrunk down and they're looking for a bump and all the bumblebees are flying around. And I mean that's a scale thing. If you want to talk about scale, those bees are huge and they're all flying around. It's a really positive family movie. You should check it out. It's really good. No, I just I again proportionality. I don't have any interest in seeing small people. In, for example, a garden type setting with giant bees, that ah. is all. That's all off to me. I want to see the bee that's the size of the person. What mm. about tall people with small bees? I don't. I, in the sense that I believe that tall people conceive actual bees to be small, uh, oh, okay. without anybody's proportion changing. I'm very comfortable with that. I'm very comfortable with small bees. What's the most elaborate miniature you've ever made, or what's your favorite? Well, I love making now one of the most fun things, and this is true, I think, even for people who don't necessarily care much about the grand scale. There's, a, I don't want to use the word scale and confuse you, but the 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 the, the amount of things that can be made in miniature. Uh, some people really like, as I said, they go for the railroads. They go for some people go for the houses. Some people love just tiny food. And so really? I, but and so I do love tiny food. I love when food is is is. They've made a beautiful replica of food. I prefer when it's edible and real food, just like the deviled eggs I gave you earlier. But some people like to make them in, with a sort of uh, like a bakeable putty. And um, I worked in uh, some. I, I made some beautiful. Uh, eggs, some beautiful Easter eggs. You know, the eggs that you can look into. They have all the frosting. They're made of a spun sugar. And then on the outside, Ooh. you would have the beautiful rosettes of icing, and etc. And then you look inside, and there's a little Easter scene of a bunny oh, or of Jesus yes. coming back from the grave or whatever yes. Easter means to you. So I I did a series of those at a at a one-inch scale with the little dioramas inside. Um, and that that's, cool. that's some of the work I've been the most proud of. Are you married? Never been. Oh, really? Oh. Never been. Do you like getting set up? Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine why. Um. I, I've, I'm, I've been, I've been set up a couple of times by congregation oh, really? members who sh- shall remain unnamed. Uh, two other congregation members. I've been set up with other congregation members that shall remain unnamed. Um, okay. But it has. I've not found a fit yet, and that's one of the things I do like about the size of the congregation is I never have to see those people again if I don't want to. That's true. Were they a bit too small? What do you mean by that? Just, you know, I mean, I know a lot of guys, you know, when they meet a lady and, you know, you're, you're very nice, uh, you know, you're very nice looking, but you are very tall. And so sometimes, you know, a guy will see a lady that's pretty tall and he'll go like, whoa, a bit too small. You know, I kind of feel like I've been shrunk down or something. So they don't, you know. You know, I hear that all these Hollywood guys, you see these good looking guys in movies, these guys in Hollywood who get cast to be on TV and movies, they're all under four feet tall. It makes them look better on film. And you think, now this guy's a hunk. But if you would see him in person, he would probably come up to, you know, maybe like the middle of your chest. And yet their heads are about the third of the size of their total height. They have humongous heads. I bet you wish you could shrink those down. I don't. I just don't. You say you've had uh, bits of violence in your past. Now, does that stem from this idea that really, you know, you could probably get a bit of a God complex because all day long you're sitting here making these like universes Ah, uh, that, you know, that you're basically conjuring up uh, entire worlds. And you probably think to yourself, hey, if I get a bit mad, I could just smash it all. Yes. 
Yes, that's that's all true. But where you realize you are a sweet and tender uh, god of your own is that you never do. You never do smash it. Maybe you scream at it and you say you might and you could, and maybe you will, but you don't do it. And that's that's where I think the, the relationship with God really exists is because, as we know, he is constantly threatening us, telling us that right. he can and will perhaps destroy us at any given moment. But then he somehow is letting us linger on, which I appreciate. Do you like Russian dolls? Oh, that's a wonderful question. I think of that as a whole other genre uh, from mm-hmm. what we do in, in the miniature world. Because once you have a uh, doll inside a doll inside a doll, uh, but it's not starting from anything I would consider to be real life sized. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know where it, I guess I don't know where it belongs. You know, where does mm-hmm. it live? It's, it's, uh, is it, is it, is it, is it, should it be this big? You know, they come in all different sizes. It's, um, it's a bit too chaotic for me. Yeah, it's confusing, probably because it's Russian. So you know what? It's probably confusing because it's communist. And that doesn't it. make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It's also, whenever you have something inside of something that can reveal itself further, I just never really trust it. I like to have things be basically, they are what they are on the face of it. Uh, you know, once you have something that's basically a, a metaphor, uh, a toy that's a metaphor, I just don't really have a lot of interest in it. I like things that are very concrete. Um, you know, like faith, like uh, like belief, like the Bible. Those things are all what Provable. they are. Right, exactly. And so I just don't like the idea of, hey, it's a big sort of like egg toy and then you open it up and you're going hey there's another egg toy inside of it and you just keep going you know the more basically the more questions you ask of a russian doll the more it, it just basically it's a never-ending uh you know it, it's just a never-ending problem so i don't really like those either i agree and i will say i think if you if you look, look back to earlier in our conversation when we spoke about the discomfort of two mirrors facing each other that's pretty much the same problem now you want to give me the opportunity to make a smaller house inside my doll house because that's just common sense i'm not hiding anything do you know what i mean right just because there's a small dollhouse inside my dollhouse because my house contains a dollhouse that's very that's very upfront i'm not hiding anything i'm not deceiving anyone those mirrors facing each other or those russian dolls that's a big mind fuck do you ever put yourself inside as a miniature of yourself inside the miniature of your dollhouse of the dollhouse oh wow uh, I, you know, I, I haven't graduated emotionally to the place where I feel ready to put dolls inside the house. Oh, okay. Um, it's more of a still life uh, because I worry that, and this kind of goes back to something that you were saying before, passive aggressively, which is, can I? I can't unless I were to shrink myself down. I am not going to be able to uh, approximate myself in a way that I would feel comfortable I'm just never going to be that accurate whereas if I have a water beautiful Waterford crystal glass at my home that I inherited from my grandmother which I do um, and then I and then I take you know I reach out to Waterford and say I'll pay any price for a Waterford crystal goblet that's miniaturized to exact scale and then they provide that to me for an exorbitant fee at least I know I have the mini version, but it, mm. I can't create a tiny version of me. I don't have children and I don't want them. And right. so I just don't see where it fits in yet. I know. And, you know, it would be hard to shrink yourself down because you're so tall. And if you put, you know, kind of a version of yourself inside your mini house, I just don't think the scale would be right because you're going, hey, you know, is that lady at the right scale because she's holding the tiny Waterford glass? 
and but the tiny Waterford glass kind of looks like too small, you know, and you know, I just think you'd have a problem with scale. You think I'm a freak. I think it's so ironic that you don't want children because children really are a little miniature version of you. Hey, I have a question. Do you have a background in architecture? Because it seems like these architects are always making the thing little before they make it big. Yes, well, you've hit the nail on the head. I don't make things little before I make them big. Now, an architect's job is to make something little, and then someone else comes in who really knows uh-huh. how to get the actual job done and put the hard work in. They okay. do that work. I take things that are already existing on this earth, and I duplicate them in a smaller scale. And that's what we're doing with the congregation, with the whole campus, as you know. We are rever- well, we, we actually call it reverse architecting, uh, because Ooh, we are really? making a small model of the that's campus. Right. Now, was there a small so model cool. of the campus? campus before the campus was built I don't want to know and I never want to know okay because that's not what this is about it's about let's make one now that there is one does that make sense Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah not really but you know the uh, architects oftentimes you know I like the idea of the that an architect basically is reverse shrinking stuff you know he's going hey I'm going to make a beautiful church campus I'm going to I'm going to make a model and then I'll reverse shrink it and I'll actually build the thing and what you're saying is you guys are basically just building the little thing and you're never going to shrink it and you're never going to build it into anything real you're just going to keep it as it is I just cannot tell you how happy I am that you have come around that we don't shrink things that's that is a beautiful this is a beautiful moment for me now there is a movie called Honey I Blew Up the Kid you know that is kind of what I'm saying what an architect does is you know you've got a kid who then gets really big now the only way I can really understand scale is by thinking of that story of Paul when he was on the road to Damascus and he converted over to Christianity and he became a Christ follower and God struck him blind and he was blind for a few days until God gave him his vision back Back, um, the Bible describes it as scales falling from his eyes That's that, that'll help me kind of understand it and um, I, hmm. you know not to circle back to a sensitive subject, but I really do believe that everything um, in our past, whether it's gossip or murder, it's all covered in the blood um, because all sin is equal in the eyes of Jesus. And he died on the cross for all sin and it's completely all equivalent to each other. So what was the violent outburst that you had? Oh um, were you arrested? What happened? I signed a non-disclosure after the settlement, ah, and I, okay. I just worry, because it's under my previous name, that s- somehow Ooh. through all of this, you know, some of these web sleuths out there, who I'm sure, sure read it all the things you say on your show, they'll right. find a way to, okay. you know, locate yeah. that building yeah. and the whole arson report, and then the next thing you know, somebody's bam, bam, bam on my door, and mm-hmm. I don't like the sound mm-hmm. of that. So, so it, does that have anything to do with the anklet that you're wearing, or is that something totally totally different? separate? Janice Farley was played by Janet Varney. Oh, I love her. Follow her at Janet Varney and check out her awesome podcast, The JV Club. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. You can follow me at Holly Laurent and follow Greg at Hey Greg Hess. And of course, Mega is on your favorite form of social media, and that is at Mega the Podcast. Email your mailbag questions to MegaThePodcast at Gmail, and for a special spot in heaven, rate and review us on iTunes and support us on Patreon. <laughs>